0: Welcome in. Week 11, the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. He is TJ Hushmanzada, the former All-Pro receiver. I am Rob Parker, the uh, current All-Pro reporter. How's that? I'm still doing it. 35 years in the business, TJ, and I'm still going strong. How you you
1: doing, my man? I'm good, man. You still on top. I'm just trying to... uh get to the bottom of the stairs, man. So, hey, Hey, you know I'm what? doing well. You can do that. You could
0: stay in this business. The business you were in, you can't do that for all these years. So that's the one advantage about being a sports writer or broadcaster. Your career or your shelf life is way longer than an athlete. But, man, you did your thing while you were in the league. All right, let's talk about the league. Uh, week 11 is coming up. A uh, couple, couple teams are doing pretty well kansas city chiefs eight and one uh green bay packers seven and two and uh where are you on the mvp race when you talk about these two teams where they are uh aaron Rodgers, patrick mahomes
1: i'm for, for me it, it's a two-man race if things stay very similar to to what they are right now, and it's say that Russell
0: Wilson dropped out after the performance oh, last week, right?
1: It's not even last week. It's the way he played against the Rams, the way he played against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, he's turned the ball over a ton, and and so in essence, he he's kind of eliminating himself. He'll he'll finally get votes this year, first time he's ever received votes. But as far as winning it. I don't see him having a chance unless those two guys fall off a cliff, which I don't see them doing. Um, so with that being said, right now for me, it's uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's kind of gone under the radar, and it's kind of – they're 8-1, only lost to the Raiders, and I believe they're going to really punish the Raiders uh, this Sunday for that loss. Um, but the way Mahomes is played is kind of gone under the radar because everybody's been on this, oh, my God, Russell Wilson is playing so well he's going to walk away with the MVP that what Mahomes is doing and has done this year, nobody's talking about it. They're 8-1, and second-best record in the league. He's playing very well. But, again, it's going under the radar. And so, for me, um, Aaron Rodgers would be second right now in my voting for uh, MVP, but it, it has to go to Patrick Mahomes, and I think it's an easy decision, to be honest with you.
0: I don't. Uh, I think people are blurred by the numbers. Patrick Mahomes, while he has good numbers, let me tell you, Aaron Rodgers has completed a better percentage than, than Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers has more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers had a better quarterback rating than Patrick Mahomes, right? The only thing that he has in the same amount of games is he's about 125 yards more. That's it. That separates them. And, and, and Aaron Rodgers has two more interceptions. But I'm talking about it ain't no big gap. And when you look at Patrick Mahomes, this is the reason uh, why he's under the radar. He's had one, two, three, four, five games, TJ, with two or less touchdowns in five games out of ten, uh, out of uh, nine. Five of them have been two touchdowns or less. And here's the thing that I think Aaron Rodgers deserves some credit. First of all, everybody buried him that he was done and that his replacement was there and, and, you know, they want to get rid of him. Number two, uh, Devontae Adams didn't play three or four games, right? And he's doing, Mm -hmm. he's put up these numbers without his number one receiver. Patrick Mahomes Mahomes has weapons everywhere. And then even that kid Lazar had a breakout game and got injured and he wasn't available. So you start to ask yourself, Who is he throwing to? How is he compiling these numbers? And um, uh, the the running back, uh, Aaron Jones, also was injured and missed games. And yet, look at his stats. I think that's impressive. I think that's why Aaron Rodgers, right now, to me, would get my vote if I had one.
1: That's a compelling argument. But one thing that you left out is Aaron Rodgers also has embarrassing losses that Patrick Mahomes does not. Got slaughtered by the Bucks, like, beat bad. And then they lose very badly to a, at the time, bad Minnesota Vikings team as well. And that's going to be held against him. Yeah, the MVP, has, is Aaron Rodgers playing very well? He is. But for some reason, the MVP always goes to the best player on the best team, or let me not even say the best player, the best quarterback on the best team. And, and so... Would Kansas City be an 8-1, as long as – if they can finish 14-2, and 13-3, if we get a full t- 16 games in, you, you never know what's going on, all these coronavirus cases popping up. I'll probably say they'll play 12 or 13. Um, it, it's going to go to Mahomes because he doesn't – their loss against the Raiders, the Kansas City Chiefs, was a close loss that the defense really didn't show up to play for the Chiefs. And so Aaron Rodgers has embarrassing losses, um, and I, I believe that will be the reason why he doesn't win it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm still not going to buy into that. When you just look at his numbers and who he hasn't had, you got to give him a little more credit that he's been able to do more with way
1: less. Oh, 100%. And, and, and when he's you, done. You yes.
0: lose a Adams, seriously, for three or four games. I mean, most quarterbacks are going to be in trouble. And yet that didn't stop him. And even in that loss, I will give you, they were up 10-0, and it was uncharacteristic he had the two picks in Tampa Bay but they were up 10 nothing in that game and looked like they were on their way and then he had a bad pick and everything came undone and then defensively uh they couldn't stop they couldn't hold uh, Tampa's defense against him and it was a struggle but i get your point all right let's move on we'll see how that plays out but i'm with you Russell Wilson has played himself out of the conversation right now we saw the big Hail Mary play at the end of that Buffalo, Arizona game, Kyler Murray, you know, escapes pressure, goes to his left, throws the ball up in the end zone, and then DeAndre Hopkins uh, leaps up and jumps over. I mean, I know you as a wide receiver had to love that. Jump over three defenders to jump up and catch the ball, bring it down for the game-winning touchdown. What was better, the throw or the catch?
1: I believe that's an easy answer. By far the catch like I'm a receiver, to go up and do that in that situation. There was not a receiver over for him to bat the ball to or the tip drill that you kind of practice. And for him to do that with three guys around him and grabbing him, hitting at him, that's a remarkable catch. You you can practice that and you'll, you won't you will catch it nine out of ten and, you, and you're practicing it. And so for him to make that type of catch in that circumstance with – those guys around him. Now, what Kyler Murray did was it was a good job rolling to his left, throwing the ball, I believe it was about 55 yards, rolling to his left. He avoided the defender to kind of get outside, um, cleared his hips, opened his hips up to get that ball down the field. But with Kyler Murray's athleticism, we expect him to be able to do those type of things. That catch that DeAndre Hopkins made, we won't – we'll see a catch like that, what, every 10 years? And so we've seen throws like that in escapability by QBs like that often. But those type of catches, we we don't see them often.
0: I, I agree with you. And, and this is not, I know you're a receiver, so you love to catch, but I'm with you. The catch is phenomenal in pressure, three defenders. You know, like you tell the kids all the time, catch the ball with your hands, not your body. He catches the ball, there's no juggling. Am I right? He brings it down, he has it the whole way. The the picture is great because he's wearing uh, Jordan gloves. Yeah. And and you can see like above every of the other guys. And then that ball is is there. Like a lot of guys wouldn't come down with that. But but the one thing I will say, and you tell me, I don't know. Those sticky gloves, they make a difference, don't they? Those sticky gloves that they have now.
1: They help. But when people are hitting at you and all of that, it's tough. I mean, anytime you catch the ball, if you can see my fingers, like we want to catch it here, but a lot of times our fingers actually get here on the ball for some reason, and then you kind of straighten them back. That's just strong hands focusing on the ball, not worried about what's around you, and uh, you, you not. We're not gonna see that often. But the 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 more pressing point is, what was. You know how many people are mad at Cliff Kingsbury for taking a knee on a PAT? They was favored by two and a half. He kicks the field goal, they win by three, and he takes a knee, kick the PAT, they go up three, they cover. Take a knee, you win by two, you don't cover. Oh, I know some people were pissed about that. We already know that
0: some people kick their TV sets in, (laughs) and there were a couple of them because that was one, but you do understand about a block kick, right?
1: Right? I mean. Oh, it was uh, by, by the far and away the, the book smart was- thing to do. It was a, for Cliff Kingsbury. We can't lose the game. Um, We can tie the game. If this kick is blocked, why would I take that chance? That was by far and away the smart thing to do. Now, for the gamblers, it was not for them. But for the Arizona Cardinals in that team, 1,000% the right thing to do. There was also another situation, right, with the Browns and Nick Chubb
0: running out of bounds at the one-yard line instead of trying to score. Cost people a lot of money. What'd you make of that one?
1: I didn't really... I didn't understand that one because it was just over a minute left. He scores a touchdown that puts him up two scores. Right. They couldn't that lose put, two scores, right. That puts him up two scores, and so that, that would have made it 17-7. to seven. It's a two-possession game. They're not going to come back and uh, tie that game up or win it. I, I get it. You kind of guarantee yourself the win. Um, but if you fumble the snap or whatever when you're downing the ball, whatever it may be. But I, that right there, I, I believe Nick Chubb should have probably taken in. It's a two-possession game. I think a lot of coaches are getting a little leery of, Oh, we have the game ice. Let's not score. Don't go. Don't score. And they they get that into the huddle. But it was a two possession game with just over a minute left. He should have just scored, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't understand the thinking there uh, with the amount of time. You know, if you can score, you score uh, in that situation. And they're not. And, and they would need two scores. That they need two touchdowns. You know what I mean? See, be- it's
1: not the Todd Gurley situation from earlier in the year. And so I think that's what a lot of it, it wasn't a two possession game with Ty Gurley. Had it been, they would have won. And so I think coaches are just being overly cautious. And that cost me a win this week, too, by the way. That's probably why I feel the way I feel.
0: I was going to say, the look (laughs) on your face, it looked like you had a good week. But you know what? Let's bring in our producer, Uh, who is going to go over uh, the damages from this past week. And then we'll get into the games coming up, uh, TJ, this
2: week. Yeah, Rob, and uh, the damages were significant. But before we go back into all that, real quick, add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook this football season. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like Same Game Parlay, and exclusive always-on promotions to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, you get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. On top of that, right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game and FanDuel and FanVu will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, there's no strings attached. Place any bet you want. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. Now, this week, I'm betting this is my same game parlay. I think it's good for 1,000. And again, if it don't hit, you get your whole 1,000 back. So definitely worth risking the stack. The Titans plus six and Derrick Henry to score. Same game parlay. You can only do them at FanDuel. That's going to cash you out crazy. It's the holiday season coming. Buy that Thanksgiving turkey. Derrick Henry, Titans plus six. Also, if you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app right now, right now to get started. And be sure to sign up with promo code LP3 so they know the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code LP3. We start with the Browns three and a half versus the Texans. Rob, you let TJ talk you into three and a half, so you were also on the side of that beat. Let Nick Chubb walk in the end zone. You cover that easily because it doesn't. Baker Mayfield takes two knees and two losses. Uh, you had the the Lions minus four and a half versus the uh, first the Washington football team. We're covering until the last minute when Alex Smith comes down and, and what engineers a, what, t- what 24 point comeback to end up, I'm sorry, 23 point comeback to end up losing the game 30 to 27. So the Washington football team cover the four and a half. So that's you, Rob, you had that one. TJ, you said the Lions should win by a touchdown and they were winning by a touchdown just about the entire game. Now, Both of you, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, like the Packers to cover the 12 and a half. And guys, I have news for you.
1: They should have lost. lost.
2: (laughs) They should have lost that game to Luton Free, Jake Luton. Uh, 24 to 20 was the final score. That's obviously not 12 and a half. Packers did not win by the two touchdowns. You guys both prognosticated. Steelers minus six and a half versus the Bengals. Big bend in practice all week. And maybe it looked like it did them some good. Uh, You guys had, uh, TJ, you had the Bengals at six and a half. If the Bengals could protect, newsflash, they did not. Did not. Uh, And you said you love it if Mixon plays, and Mixon did not not play. (laughs) Rob, you were adamant. The Bengals were going to win this game outright, and uh, they stopped counting the votes with zero minutes left in the fourth quarter. I don't know. Maybe maybe there'll be a lawsuit to appeal, but as of now, healers are still undefeated. I'm we get to the best opinion. bet. That's nothing I can do. Sunday... <laughs> Sunday night, best bet. Giving seven to the Patriots. And uh, you know, for a while, I was rooting for it. I thought it had a shot. And then Bill Belichick controls the weather completely. Empties a hurricane into uh, into Boston Harbor. Ravens have no shot at covering seven. They end up losing. Then minus two and a half versus Bears, and uh, Rob, you had that one wrong. You said it was a, well. You didn't have it wrong. You said it was a must-win game. They just win it. Uh, and Trubisky and I'm sorry, and TJ Dalvin Cook covered the two and a half. You needed to make that happen. Then quickly with the over and the unders. The Steelers and the Bengals, TJ, you had over that went, Rob, you had under, that's a no-go, sorry about that, flipped the same thing for the Browns and the Texans, that game's final score was total of, I think, 17 points, the total under yeah, was listed at 49 yeah. and a half, <laughs> 10 to 7, the under was a 49 and a half, so Rob, you weren't sweating that one at all, TJ, you had to feel like at what midway through halftime that had no shot
1: dude um, i literally you guys if both I took the under that weather got to take that into account and i will moving forward
2: Yep. weather in cleveland the mistake by the lake does not have good weather this time of year and uh let's see rob we have packers jaguars you guys took the under there uh and you guys both hit that patriots and ravens under 43 and a half that was under as well. And your lemon pepper parlay, neither one of them cashed as TJ, neither one of your Well, actually no, both 0 for four on both games. You had the bangles and the Ravens and Rob, you had the Packers and the Ravens. And so, uh, well guys, now, you know, we were better, really good so on the over and under. Though, better.
1: I we know. Were, oh, I Oh, we, we were really been. good on the over under really good, but the picks awful. And so yeah. I've, yeah, I'm mad about that. I'm a I'm re I'm a rebound. I'm bouncing back for sure.
0: All right, let's do oh, it. Ju- ju- ju-
1: juvenile style, Martin. Juvenile style. I'm bouncing back.
0: Let's do it. All right, here we go. The Bengals plus one and a half at the Washington football
1: team. Where are you on this game? This is simple. The Bengals need to win this game. Not not for anything other than you want Joe and the guys in that locker room to feel like we can beat teams we're supposed to beat. They're they're supposed to beat Washington. Washington has a hard time scoring points when the game is close or just playing solid teams. And some people will say the Bengals aren't solid. Outside of the game against the Baltimore Ravens and this past Sunday against the Steelers, they've been pretty competitive with everyone. And and so I, I look at it. Alex Smith will be the starter. If they can rattle him, they understand he's not going to really throw the ball down the field. Um, One and a half. I I like the Bengals to win this game. And if if Joe needs to bounce back, he didn't play well in the second half against the Steelers. I believe he will. Um, I'm I'm taking the Bengals. I just feel they're a better team.
0: I'm going to take Washington in this, and I'll give the point and a half down in D.C., because Alex Smith is a real quarterback. I mean, let, let's just against the Lions. You know what I mean? They put up points. Uh, I think they'll be able to put up points against the Bengals. I think last week was just a sign that they're not really there. You know, like they've been competitive. I agree with you, but last week uh, was not good. And I think Washington, you know, having a, a, a confident and veteran quarterback at the helm. I like their defense. Washington uh even though they lost to the Lions by three but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh the Washington football team and I'll give you the one and a half points all right Let's I
1: love some- I, I I love that one I love it Let's because put some
0: wings on this one on this game.
1: yes we know we all know Detroit's defense is nowhere near they they give games up and they almost gave this one up and they just it straight did. by so we put wings on that one I, I like that and I'm getting points I'll take that all day on twice on Sunday Let's do that. All right.
0: All right. Let's check in. Speaking of the Lions, they are getting one and a half points at the Panthers. Where are you on that
1: game? Well, that that's another tough game for me because I, I don't know what's going to happen with Teddy Bridgewater. He came out. Uh, he was injured late in the game against his Bucs this past Sunday. I heard he got a... I read that he slight participant in practice today, but you, you you never know what the quarterbacks, how they respond Wednesdays. If you're injured normally is the coaches kind of will give you the day off. So you just don't know. And, and if, if Bridgewater isn't able to play, I'm going to take the Detroit lions, but because I don't know this, I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers because I believe Bridgewater is going to play just for him to come out and participate in any part of practice today. Um, I think that bodes well considering he has a few days to go before they have to play. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to give up the one and a half and I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers to defeat um, Rob Parker's Detroit Lions.
0: And you know what? I'm (laughs) glad you said that because I'm taking the Lions. I'll take the one and a half. And only because it's too. When in doubt, there's a question mark. When in doubt, I'm not going. Teddy Bridgewater, we don't know exactly where he's going to be. Could be a late game scratch, or or whatever the situation may be. I'm going to go with the Lions uh, by default, because if Teddy Bridgewater was playing, I would I would pick the Panthers. That's why the Lions only are getting one and a half. Uh, So I'm going to take the Lions. I think they'll win again. They won last week, they'll win this week, and this one, they'll win on the road. All right, one of the most disappointing teams, the Eagles, plus three at the Browns. Where are you on this one?
1: It baffles me that a bad Eagles team is only getting three points against what is considered a good Browns team at six and three. That, that's odd. So they either,
0: right? Doesn't say either,
1: either they think the Browns aren't very good or the Eagles should be better than what they are. But with that being said, they're playing in Cleveland. That run game is unreal right now with both Chubb and Kareem Hunt getting over 100 yards this past Sunday against the Houston Texans. I like the Cleveland Browns. Um, we've said this, or at least I've said this time and time again. They struggle to beat the good teams but they handle the bad teams and so the eagles are a bad team and so i believe the browns are going to beat the team they're supposed to beat, like the philadelphia eagles um i would expect it to be extremely cold a lot a lot of balls being thrown run game is going to be of importance and the browns have a really good run game that offensive line man the Browns' offensive line look like they might be one of the best units in the league the way they've been playing lately, and so I'm going with the Cleveland Browns.
0: I don't believe the Cleveland Browns are a 7-3 and three team. This is where I just go against. You're right. Everything you said is spot on. I as love
1: far- this week. I'm about to just kill you this week. Thank yeah, you.
0: As far as <laughs> your analysis is spot on. But you know it doesn't always play out that way, and there's sometimes there's a gut thing. And I believe the Eagles' season could be over if they don't win this game. That's how big I believe. It's over. Even in that division, (laughs) they lost to the bad Giants last week. They cannot afford – they have to win one of these games, like win a game. I remember last year when their season was on the brink, they went to Green Bay and won a game. Do you remember that?
1: Hey, good luck. Hey, good luck blocking Miles Garrett. Good luck.
0: I I understand. I'm just saying – so I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to take the three points. I'm going to go with Pennsylvania. wins in a lifetime that he bounces back and that they get a win that they need desperately. All right, let's move to the Steelers. Minus 10 at the Jaguars. Uh, you know, I've been dissing the Steelers all year. I've been looking at their schedule, who they've beaten, all the breaks that they've had. Where are you on this? We saw the Jaguars go to Green Bay and and get 12 and a half and you know almost win the game where are you on this game in the Jaguars
1: and Steelers this is a tough game because tough game to give up 10 points the Steelers are for sure going to win the game it's just a matter of how much are they going to win the game by Jake Luton looks to be a a mid-level starter in a league. Like, the kid is big. He went to my alma mater, Oregon State. But he's played well in his two starts. They, they've they lost, but he's he's shown well for himself. Ten points. I, I don't like the fact that Green Bay couldn't cover against the Jags um, last week. But the Steelers, they the way they came out and, and kind of had, once T. Higgins fumbled that ball, I believe it was in the first quarter, um, it kind of, they just demoralized the Bengals and they, they took it out of them. And that's just that's what the Steelers do. I'm well-versed in playing against them. Played against them a ton. Defensively, they're going to present challenges for that Jags offense. They're just not used to seeing what they're going to see this week, and that's a guarantee. Ten points, the Steelers are undefeated for a reason. The Jags are bad for a reason, and the Steelers are going to let them know early and often why we're the only undefeated team left in the league. I'm taking the Steelers. I give up the ten. I don't care.
0: I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I want to pick the Jaguars because I think the Steelers at some point there's going to be that that bubble bursting. I've been picking them the last couple of weeks for the bubble to burst on them, for them to lose. I know the game is on the road. It's in Jacksonville. You're right uh, about the quarterback play, but I'm just going to go with the Steelers and say that they win by 10. uh, And Jacksonville just, uh, they got a break last week. They were able to uh, stay in that game in Green Bay, but they won't be able to stay in this game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Uh, Titans at the Ravens. Titans getting uh, six points. Ravens had were in that monsoon. I don't know. You know that rain took them out of their speed and whatever they were able to do. I mean they were really neutralized by the by the torrential rains. So I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to say to you the ravens bounce back in a big way and and they win this game and they win by a touchdown it'll be very close but i say they win this game by a touchdown uh i think the ravens need this game this this there's like they're teetering like on you know where they're heading you know or where the offense is heading this is one of those games where they need to reconfirm and lamar jackson like who he is what this team is about, do you know, and a win over the Titans, even though it's at home, we'll let people know. Do not count us out. We're still in this. We've had some bumps. The same last year when we ran off 12 games in a row, TJ. But we're still good. And I think they need to win this game. I,
1: I agree with you, with the exception of one thing. I believe the Ravens will win, but I believe the Titans are gonna cover. If if you look at the Baltimore Ravens, they don't have Hayden Hurst start the season. He's in Atlanta. They lose Nick Boyle. Marshall Yonder retires. They lose Ronnie Staley to an injury early in the year. They're, they're not the same offense, and all those guys that I named were key figures in that offense last year, whether blocking or receiving a ball as a tight end. Lamar is at his best when he's in two and three tight end sets. Now, I believe they're going to move away from that because mark andrews is the only healthy tight end that they had that really played well last year i'm sure they'll probably have more two and three tight end sets but are those tight ends going to be capable to do what those other tight ends did i just don't see that being the case um i do see the ravens winning but the titans are going to have a good game plan i can see them losing a 24 to 21 type of game um 20 to 17 type of game um, but I'm I'm gonna take the Titans to the cover.
0: All right, and then our final game: the Packers plus two and a half at the Colts. Where are you on that game?
1: Um, that's a shocker. The Colts have a top five defense, but the Packers. If 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 both teams play up to their capabilities, um, you would say who has the better team? that's probably a push so I'm gonna go with the better quarterback I like Aaron Rodgers and I trust Aaron Rodgers more than I like and trust Philip Rivers and I get two and a half points oh I'm gonna take the Green Bay Packers in this game
0: even though they're on the road I agree with you I still think the Packers when you look at uh and, and again the, the the one bad loss in, in Tampa Bay one like they had a couple of bad losses last year you remember on the road like they just yes. Couldn't get anything going. They couldn't protect Aaron, but but they but they went to New Orleans and won this year. Green Bay, uh, they were up ten nothing in that Tampa Bay game. They've won games on the road. I, I I think they'll win this game. And normally teams get three points automatically. They couldn't even give Green Bay three points. You know what I mean? Like normally, where the home team is giving up three. So to say two and a half, I'm gonna take the Packers. I I think Aaron Rodgers. Uh, has a good game there and uh, they win and they come and and, and e- easily get the three points, but they win the game. Uh, our, okay, let's check in now with some, the over and under, so we'll do that. I know you like to pick some of the big games. First, I do wanna say that because of Teddy Bridgewater uh, and his status, the Lions Panthers game is off the board, right, over under, So so there's nothing there. Uh, let's go to that Steelers Jaguars game. Uh the total is 46 and a half. Were
1: you? Man, it's either two things is gonna happen here. And this is what they're telling me by it being 46 and a half. We know it likes to rain down there in Duval in Jacksonville, Florida. And so if it, if it's a rainy day, I could see it going under. But I don't believe it's gonna be a rainy day. They must think the Steelers are just gonna beat them. <laughs> 30 to 0, 30 to 3 type of game. Um, but the Jags they they going to I could see them scoring 14, Steelers scoring 35. I could see that type of game. Um, I'm I'm going to take the over on this just because the Steelers are very explosive offensively and if the Jags are behind, I can see them scoring a meaningless late touchdown to eke it over. Um, uh, but but I'll take the over on this because I, the Steelers have shown to be a very explosive offense uh thus far in the season. I'm going to take the under
0: and and look at it from the standpoint that uh the Steelers will not be surprised by the Jaguars. They'll they'll be on their game. They will have watched the Packers game, you know what I mean, and what they what they were able to do and be prepared to stop this team and not give them a chance. To be the team that upsets them or something, so I think they'll be fully prepared, and I think the Steelers—they uh, score and do what they have to do, but they hold Jacksonville because remember, Jack, uh, Jacksonville also had a had a uh, a punt return was it a kickoff or a punt return, you know, for
1: touchdown. Yeah, a punt a return touchdown. is a punt return.
0: So you take that away, do you know what I mean? Like they didn't put yeah. up that many points to be honest. Think about it. Uh, that was a big play, and that's what kept them in that game. If it wasn't for that, it would have been more on par to what we were expecting. So I'll I'll, I'll go there. Let's go to the um, Ravens, Titans. The total is forty-eight and a half. Where are you on that?
1: That that's a tough game because playing in Baltimore this time of the year, you can it can be it can go either way with the weather, and, and I got to start taking this into account. That 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 can go either way, but the Titans have not. They haven't been very good on defense this year for some reason. They were much better last year in and, and the Ravens, not having Calais Campbell in the middle of the field, uh, the middle of the defense. Um, it it, it kind of showed against the uh, New England Patriots. They The Ravens had a hard time stopping that run, and, and I believe with Calais Campbell not being there, that hurts them. And now you're playing arguably one of the better running backs in the league. Um, and I'm saying that to say I believe it's going to be a – Run the ball, control the clock, type of game. Let's limit possessions by both sides, and so I like it to go under.
0: I'm gonna go over. I hear you. Sound sound uh, analysis by you. Only problem is, I think because the Ravens were so bad, and I know Rain had a big part of it. Like like, and their offense has struggled. They need like a breakout day to say, "Hey, we can still score." We can still put up points. Do not sleep on us. We're not dead offensively. I think it could be like a statement game to come out and put some points up and get Lamar going. You know what I mean? And get the offense going. So that's what I'm gonna go. Remember that. I think I think that's what they'll look for is to is to try to like get back to scoring. You remember last year they were running over everybody. I mean
1: everybody, this,
0: everybody. They were winning big every week. Uh, all right, let's do the um, Packers Colts. Total is
1: 51. That's a high number for the Colts to be as good as they are on defense. Like they're top five defense. And I get they they look at it and say, Ah, oh, the Packers gave up, I believe it was twenty-four to the Jags. Oh, well, they really gave up 17 if you add in the punt return. And so the Packers' defense is solid, especially if they can get Jair Alexander back this year to corner. I mean, this year, this week, I believe he was out last week because of a concussion that happened the prior week. Um, 51 points is a lot. The Packers have been explosive on offense, but I'm going to go under on this just just because I I value how well the Colts are defensively. Um, 51 points is a lot of points when you have two playoff caliber teams playing against each other, especially one that has a top five defense. So I'll take the under.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's a high number. I don't think it, it it could wind up being, uh, you know, what, 27? I mean, yeah, 27, 21 or so, you know what I mean? Somewhere right there, close to it, but not over it. I'm going to go under. I think you're right. Colts defense does factor in. Uh, it's a, it, it just seemed like that would be a lot. That would mean, unless Phillip Rivers is throwing the ball to the Packers, you know what I mean like
1: that would be the only way <laughs> that
0: would be the only way it would get over through yeah. two, two, two scores to them uh, alright let's do the um, Eagles and the Browns the total is 47 where are you on that in Cleveland weather? I'm gonna
1: be as simple as possible I've played in Cleveland where it was not a cloud in the sky it was sunny as can be and it was like -8 degrees. I the the field felt like a rock.
0: Would you feel it your was, hands?
1: No. We after we came back in from pregame warm up, like everybody went to the bathroom to try to put them in warm water and it actually made it worse like you couldn't feel it was scary. And so, it gets really cold in Cleveland and that's what we saw against the Houston Texans and once it gets cold in Cleveland it's not going to warm up. I'm going to say the under just because right on Lake Erie, that's where the stadium is. It can be brutal. Points are going to be at a premium. And so I'm going to take the under just because of weather situations. But I don't know what the weather's going to be. This is all just speculation. But I'm going under because I expect it to be bad.
0: I'm with you on that. I'm going to give you my Cleveland story. Uh, 1983.
1: Hey, be- let me interrupt. Let me interrupt you, by the way. That game, Chad did not play. He didn't play that game that I'm speaking of. We threw the ball 10 times, not one ball came my direction, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob.
0: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Is that right? Wow.
1: Go figure.
0: That's crazy. But I was and I think it was 1987, January of 1987. The Jets are playing the Browns in a playoff game. And in the old municipal stadium in Cleveland. You have to go through the crowd from the press box through the crowd to get on the field, to get downstairs. So with four minutes to go, the Jets are winning the game. All the writers, we come out of the press box without cold. It's freezing. You know what I mean? It's freezing cold. Because if you wait, you can't get down because of the crowd. Too many people. So we all walked down. We're on the field for the end of the game. Guess what? The Browns score and tie the game and send it to overtime. (laughs) No, you're freezing. We're freezing. (laughs) And we're not moving. We're not playing. You know, there's no heater behind. I mean, I froze my ass off. I'll never forget this. And it was brutal. And then the Jets wound up losing in overtime. It was so long ago. Sam Martigliano was the coach of the Browns, if you remember that name. But that's how long it was. I'm telling you, it was like 1987, and I was the coldest time I spent in Cleveland. So I know what you're talking about, and I wasn't even playing. But I'm with <laughs> you. Bad weather. I just think it's going to be under, and and we've seen the Browns recently. It just doesn't seem like they're scoring that many points, right? Uh, oh.
1: I'm, I'm going. I'm going and running. The they 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 found a recipe though. They they found a I, recipe for success since OBJ went down. Let's run a ball. Let's get Chubb and Kareem Hunter carries, and that controls the clock. That's perfect type of football and, and for the division and the weather that they play in.
0: Perfect. And you, don't, and you don't have Baker Mayfield making mistakes, right? By throwing more than you need them to. Exactly. So, all right. TJ, time for our lemon pepper parlay for the week. Two weeks ago, we both hit. This past week, we both missed. It's time for us to get back on that W side.
1: So my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week. And I'm going to pick two big games. I, I don't want to go with what I believe are easy victories. Um, but this is the NFL. Nothing is an easy victory. But I'm, I'm going to go with what I, what I believe are the two biggest games on a slate. Um, Titans versus Ravens. Packers versus Colts. You guys already know where I'm leaning. But in case you forgot, I'm going to tell you again. I like Tennessee Titans to cover. like the Baltimore Ravens to lose. But getting six points, I, I like the Titans to cover this. And obviously, I'm taking the Packers um, playing at Indianapolis Coast, getting two and a half points. Better quarterback. I believe they are the better team. Um, Tennessee Titans against the Ravens, Green Bay Packers against the Colts. That's my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week. And guys, I'm going to bounce back in a major. I always, if you knew better, you would do better. And so I know better. So I'm going to do better for myself. Here's my lemon pepper parlay for the
0: week. And remember this in Detroit, TJ It's always better with the cheddar. That's the cheddar boys. You're going to get some cheddar. If you listen to me this week and I'm going with the stinky cheese games. I'm not going with the top shelf games. I'm going with Washington football team minus one and a half against the Bengals and ready. And The lions plus one and a half at the Panthers. Those are my two games. I'm staying away from the marquee games. I'm going for the stinky games with the (laughs) stinky teams to try to get you some cheddar this week.
1: All right. They knew better. They do better. Don't treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. You got to treat yourself. We, I'm bouncing back. I'm bouncing back. I'm about to bounce back, but bounce back. I can't. I, I cannot do that bad two weeks in a row. That's just not my DNA. It's not my I need, DNA.
0: I need to bounce back, too. And you know what, what killed me? Are you ready? Man, I had a couple of bets on the table. And one I needed was the Bears with the two and a half that would have won me uh, 300 bucks course, they didn't They didn't do their business, Nick Foles.
1: Mitchell and Trubisky. I had, Ravens,
0: I had the Ravens. They hurt me. But I also, but I did pick Tampa Bay. I had 100 on that. I had a couple other big bets that hit. But that Bears, I had a three-team parlay, and they screwed me. But anyway, all right, we will see you again next week. And TJ, remind people for the last time.
1: Listen, I'm speaking to myself, and I'm speaking to y'all. If you knew better, you would do better. Don't cheat yourself. You gotta treat yourself. We're giving away free money. We we not we don't we have we done bad two weeks in a row? The answer is no. And we are not gonna start now. So we had a terrible week last week. We bouncing back this week.
0: No doubt. All right, guys. Make sure you subscribe and check us out again next week.
1: Yes, sir.